gathered together from the cosmic reaches of the continental United States here on the great app of Anchor are the most mediocre forces of podcasting ever assembled. Superman, Batman and Robin, Wonder Woman, Aquaman, and the Nerdemy twins, Alan and Jonathan, with their space monkey, Gleek. Dedicated to tunes, comics, and toys for all nerd time. Hey, this is Jonathan. And this is Alan, and welcome to the Nerdemy Podcast. Jonathan, what are we talking about today? Alan, today we're getting our Wayback Machine. And we're stopping on a random Saturday in the 80s. We are talking about Saturday morning television slash cartoons. Oh, the best of times. Yes. Before Cartoon Network, before Disney XD, <laughs> before uh, Nickelodeon. If you wanted your cartoons, there's only two ways you can get it. Well, three ways. Before or after school on the weekdays or Saturday morning from 7 to noon. Yeah. Yep. Again, the best of times. Now, did you have like a? Uh, I had a routine Saturday morning. Did you have a routine Saturday morning? I did. I to mean, prep did, yourself. Well, let me ask you this. Yeah. I, yeah. Did you? Uh, was it real hard for you to get up on the weekdays to go to school? <laughs> so hard, like it, a was it? on top of my head. It really was. My mom would yell, and you know, uh, uh, it would really be a, a chore getting out of bed to right. go to school. Did you have that problem on Saturdays? Though? Oh hell no. Hell yeah. no. So, uh, routines. Uh, you want to talk about your Saturday morning routine? Oh, sure. So, um, to not wake up my family, we had a we had a TV downstairs, and I would uh, go downstairs. I'd bring my blankie with me, in the pillow, and uh, oh, and I, I'd, I'd get myself a bowl of cereal, whatever that may be at the time. Probably like uh, sugar smacks, mm-hmm. or. Uh, not honey smacks sugar smacks yeah <laughs> they were called sugar smacks they used to use the word sugar in the titles of cereals until i don't know what year but i remember sugar smacks sticks out in my brain because it used to be sugar smacks and then all of a sudden it became honey smacks i'm like what <laughs> i tell you man sugar smacks is just like a cup of coffee it was it was amazing you know and so i yeah i go down there um actually let me let me let me go back even further than that. I was really bad. There is a time period where we would get what was called a TV guide every. I think it was every Sunday in the newspaper. It would tell you what was on TV. You know what hour, what channel, and whatnot. And at the time, there weren't that many channels to begin with anyway. But I remember this. I remember I got in so much trouble. I would uh, you know find the Saturday morning, and I would like I would have like a battle plan. You know, at eight o'clock, the Smurfs would be on, and then after that, to switch to this channel to get this particular show. And I remember I had like a little pen, and I was underlining the shows I wanted to watch. And then, and I did that for, you know, I don't know how long I did that. And my brother found out what I was doing, and and he took one of those things and he showed my dad. He goes, "Look what he's doing! He's freaking putting a schedule for his Saturday morning cartoons." I got in so much trouble for that that I was like planning my four-hour chunk of time. Hanging out in front of the television. Why? I got, uh, because that's how that's how I planned my morning. My morning was planned with, with watching cartoons in the morning, instead of so. Because my brother wasn't like that. My brother, my older brother, he wasn't into the like the Saturday morning cartoons. He was a dude that was going out, grabbing his bike, hanging out with his friends, 
or whatever. And he, he didn't do the Saturday morning cartoon thing like I did. And he thought it was like wrong, like what I was doing. And, and then, well, obviously my dad thought it was wrong too, because I got so much trouble for doing that. And I was like, oh, damn it. So, um, but that's what I did. I, I had like a plan of attack, uh, what shows, what channels, and the TV guide. And then I'd bring that TV guide downstairs and then uh, got my pillow, got my blanket, my bowl of cereal, TV's on, and boom, it's, it's go time. It's go time. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, I mean, I think, you know, your, your story is not unlike mine. I think it's the story of millions of kids uh, at that time. Um, same thing, man. I would, I'd have to sneak downstairs. The key word was sneak because if I, first of all, you don't wake up your parents because I'm up probably around 6, 6.30. You know, you don't wake up your parents because obviously they worked or if they went out uh, Friday night before, they're, they're tired. So um, two reasons you don't want to wake up, A, because they're tired, and B, because you'll have to hear a lecture about how can you wake up at 6.30 in the morning on Saturday, <laughs> but I have to drag you out of bed to go to school at 8 o'clock uh, during the weekday. Right. Um, so you, you, I would sneak down, and you know I came from a big family, but I was fortunate enough um, that, you know, like your older brother, none of my older brothers were into the Saturday morning cartoons. You know, when they woke up and had breakfast, they were out, you know, they're out the door, and you didn't see them again until dinner time. Right. Um, you know, with their friends and stuff like that. So, you know, I sneak downstairs. Um, I just have I, this is this is a weird thing I had when I was a kid. You remember Feedy pajamas? I don't know if they still make those. Oh, onesies, but, like onesies. Yeah, well, it wasn't like a whole suit though. It was like the bottoms. It, really? You know, they only had pants with the feet with the feetsies on. Yeah, and then I mean, it'd be a set, but they'd be separate. Oh, yeah. Okay. But but you know the one the thing is, I loved Feedy pajamas, but I'd wear them for like like twice or three times. And then I, I complained to my mom, my feet were too hot. So she wound up cutting the feet off. <laughs> um, but yeah, I just remember either sneaking down in my feet pajamas or in my cutoff feet pajamas. <laughs> and uh, you're right. Getting a bowl of cereal. And do you ever, ha- you ever have that moment when you were getting your, your bowl of cereal and there was like only a little bit left of, let's say the fruit loops. Right. And then there's only a little bit left of the cocoa puffs. <laughs> and there's only a little bit left of the lucky charms. You're like, Oh my God, I have to mix them. <laughs> and you just, you just pour it with all the, uh, the dust. The dust <laughs> is in there. And yeah, I would just mix my cereals if I had to. And I get a big bowl. I remember I get a big bowl, but I still eat with a teaspoon. Yeah. <laughs> a, t- a tablespoon looks so huge to me when I was a kid. Yeah. Couldn't fit in your uh, mouth. Yeah, and I, I'd sit in front of the TV, and I was like, you know, I had a schedule of, of when I wanted to watch, of what I was watching and at what time. Um, oh, did you do the same thing with a schedule? Well, I, you know what I did was I would, um, you know, they would preview, or, or probably around August, you would start seeing ads in comic books. Oh, yeah. For, uh, for, the, for the upcoming season. And oh, yeah. It was so funny. I mean, not just the cartoons, but do you remember, like, primetime TV? They, they make a big deal about their new schedule and their new shows coming out. Oh, yeah. Do you remember they, they used to put on shows about the shows that were coming? Mm-hmm. And they make a huge deal about this. Well, they did that for Saturday morning cartoons. I remember one year, I think um, Rudy from the Huxtables uh, from the Cosby Show hosted. I think Roseanne hosted one year <laughs> where they're introducing all these cartoons. And um, so I get excited by the ads. I get excited by that, that half-hour show they put together to show you what's coming out. Um yeah, I, I would never annoy with TV guides or anything. You know, I had my, I had two aunts that lived uh, below us, and one of them collected TV guides. I don't know if you ever had anybody in your life that collected TV guides. Yeah, that was me. <laughs> oh, you collect them? Yeah, they went from that. So you, uh, you know, I obviously couldn't write the TV guides. That would be crazy. Yeah. <laughs> um, mid condition TV guides, and um, 
so yeah, I, I would just know which shows I wanted to watch and what premiering shows I wanted to take a look at and things like that. It was all very organized. It's probably the most organized I ever was as a child. <laughs> <laughs> In terms of scheduling and such. It's amazing how we had a plan of attack on this one. Oh yeah, we, we took it very seriously. That was our job. <laughs> like, <laughs> right. Because again, there was no video on demand or things like that. Even VHS wasn't really a thing at that point, you know? Oh, yeah. So if you missed an episode, you were... You missed. You were SOL. That's right. Know? That's right. Yeah, you absolutely missed. I you know what's funny is we look back now and we were like, I think it was uh, Spider-Man's Amazing Friends and we're like, there was only, ex- like, whatever, 20 episodes? Like, yeah. And we're like, we, because we would watch it. I would watch it, I think, every Saturday. Oh, yeah. And, uh, but that's why we remembered them so much because we must have seen these same episodes a thousand times. Oh, know. over and over again. Yeah. You, oh, yeah. you knew it was a repeat, but you didn't care. Uh, yeah. You'd watch it anyway. I mean, you know, when you and I were, were making our list of like, what, what are our favorite cartoons? I mean, holy smokes, there was a lot. And, and I couldn't believe it. I, like I was running through that list. And I'm like, yeah, I, I've seen like, I think everything on this, on this, on this page, you know, there must've been like hundreds like, yeah, seen it, seen it, seen it all, you know? But uh, there's only a, a few I would say that if I had to really think back, oh man, like I was really totally looking forward uh, to, to particular shows, you know. But some of the some of them were just there, you know, even though they were silly, like uh, Pac-Man. I mean, I mean, right. Qbert had a cartoon at one time, and just silly shows. But you know, you, you'd watch them and everything. Yeah. Well, the thing is, we'd watch them to get to our next favorite show oh, you know? yeah yeah like if there was, especially show. if there was yeah if there was a filler show if there's like something in between two of your favorite shows you're like all right i'll watch this one show in between yeah and the thing is we, we had the cbs nbc abc and and you know we're, we're flipping back and forth between stations and, <laughs> um yeah i would watch a lot of filler shows i would i would watch pac-man i would watch the littles i would watch um mr t i would watch uh, hulk hogan um you know i, I would watch these filler shows and i'm like all right whatever it is what it is um, but do you remember the feeling of like when your favorite show was coming on and you know, chances are it'd be a repeat, but if your favorite show comes on, it's a repeat, but it's like one of the maybe three that you don't like. And you're like, oh, man, <laughs> that one again. Yeah. Because there was a Spider-Man and his Amazing Friends episode where they go to Hollywood and the Hulkston and I hated that episode. Oh, dude, I hated Swarm. That was so oh, Swarm. annoying to me. Yeah. yeah. But, um, yeah. And the thing was, and, and you know, talking about filler shows and suffering. Uh, Spider-Man was paired up with Incredible Hulk, and I used and I hated the Incredible Hulk show. Yeah, that but was they, I think they always, I think they put the Hulk on before Spider-Man. So I'm like, I guess I'll sit through the Hulk. <laughs> <laughs> you know, the tough thing too is that back back in the day, if like if you would have, you know, two shows coming at the same time, it's like I was I was in turmoil. I'm like, oh, what do I do? You know, do yeah. I do this one? Do you that one? And you know, it's not as easy today where you actually like have a remote control. Yeah, I mean, you had to physically get up from your spot. Go right. to the television, turn the dial, flip the channels, and and then sit back down again. I mean, it was a chore. I mean, we had it rough. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I mean, and, and when I was really young, it was black and white for a while there. <laughs> like, we didn't have a color TV, I think, until maybe 1980, 81 or something like oh, that. Oh, yeah, yeah. So, oh, uh, I remember just even just turning on the television, you had to wait because it had to warm yeah. up a little bit. Yeah. And, and it, was, it was great, and they were, oh, they were so... Yeah, looking back now, we were so manipulated as children, but, um, like, there was no reason to get it from the TV. Like, commercials were, like, fun, too. There was, um, you know, they had these cartoon uh, commercials. Remember, uh, was it Crest Cavity Fighters? Oh, yeah. Cavity Creeps. Yes, yes. We make yes. holes in teeth. Yeah. We, like, 
the, even the even the, the the cartoons were. I mean, even the commercials were cartoony, and and some of them even told stories like uh, right. Twink, you know, about the hostess commercials with like Twinkie the kid, and and um, they would do a lot of educational programming. Yeah. Oh, um, yeah. Remember the guy? Uh, he wore a cowboy hat, I think, and I think he was. You know, like a cane. A proponent for da- for dairy, right? Was it, or just eating healthy? I think. Yeah, I think so. Yeah, with the veggies and stuff. Yeah, and, and then he would always sing. There was a part of his song would be like, "I hanker for a hunk of cheese." Right. <laughs> you know, I was just like, "What is this?" But uh, and then of course, the always popular, very educational Schoolhouse Rock. Oh, those are the best. Yeah, you want to talk about that for a second? Yeah, absolutely. The, the 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 tunes were so catchy, and it was funny because they they were doing like mind tricks on you because they were making education like super fun and memorable, oh absolutely you know yeah so schoolhouse rock um came on um there were about three three to four minute shorts on a topic uh it could be math english grammar or um history mm-hmm. right and um they would come on in between not during commercials or shows but in between like a show would end in between two shows coming on. That's what I'm trying to say. Right. So, um, yeah, and they did multiplication rock. And um, there was multiplication rock where they did two. They had a song for, you know, you two times tables, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, and one, four, zero. They left one out, I guess, because they're like, look, if you can't handle one. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and then there was um, my favorite, of course, were always the American history rocks. Um, shot her around the world. Um, uh, still something about King George. I Wasn't forgot. there something like "I'm just a bill"? Yeah, I'm just a bill. Yeah, you know, about government, which is probably, probably I would say probably our most famous one is "I'm just a bill." I, I uh, like the the one with, with adverbs. Lolly, 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 get your well, adverbs here. Yeah, adverbs. Yeah. Oh yeah, lolly, get your adverbs here. Yeah, um, which would serve you well later in life. Um, <laughs> yeah, so they had adverbs, they had adjectives, unpack your adjectives. They had uh, verbs, um, conjunction, junction. That's a pretty popular one, too. How about that? Electricity. Oh, yeah, they had science. We forgot science. Yeah. yeah. Electricity. They had the, uh, it's called the nervous system, interplanet Janet. Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah, they had it all. Look, listeners, if you don't know what Schoolhouse Rock is or you haven't thought about it since the 80s, go on YouTube and watch these videos. They're fantastic. And I will tell you this, Alan, in, in the mid to late 90s, um, a bunch of, I guess, alternative, they'd be considered alternative bands, alternative music bands put out a record called Schoolhouse Rock Rock. Oh, that was a cool one, yeah. Yeah, which I do have, and it's really good. Like, uh, Blind Melon does Three is a Magic Number, um, you know, and other things like that. So, uh, yeah, so Saturday morning cartoons. And I wonder, you know, because of the health, education, and, and the schoolhouse rock stuff, I wonder if that was mandated by the government. Like, if you're going to have a kid sitting in front of the TV for four hours, you better put some educational on. You know, it's funny you brought that up because there is something – because I was trying to figure out, like, what what, what stopped it. And and the government didn't get involved. They, they started something called, like, the Children's Television Act, which they had to do something educational. And in most instances, it was mostly, like – you know, animals, pets, and things like that. And obviously those are live action. And so they were really squeezing out like the cartoon base cartoon stuff and putting some live action stuff in there. But they had to have like educational things. 
and uh, it, that 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 was like mandated by the freaking government, and it almost seems like they're trying to stop the Saturday morning cartoon thing in general. Huh, that's interesting because we know the uh, the after school shows had to. Because um, GI Joe would do one to grow, not one to grow. They do uh, what's that called? Now you, uh, now you know. And now you know. No yeah. one's half the battle. Right. Um. So yeah, I, I guess I mean in in a way it's pretty it's pretty ingenious if you think about it, you know, because we did learn, you know, whether we knew it or not, we were learning. Or I don't know. I'm not saying multiplication rock schoolhouse rock is wide. Know my times table, but I can sing those threes like nobody's business. Um. And you know, I know I you know I have friends that are teachers and such, and and they they a lot of them do use Schoolhouse Rock in in their classrooms. That's awesome. Yeah, and you, they go, yeah, the kids will sing it, and you'll hear them. I'm like, oh, that's pretty cool. <laughs> yeah. Well, let me ask you then, uh, what what were your like, are your your let's say one of your top shows? Like, what was that that go to cartoon for you that that you just could not miss? Oh, it's uh, easily amazing. Spider-Man and his amazing friends. Oh, that I is amazing. I love that show so much. Yeah. Like, and like I said, I was shocked as an adult when I found out there was only like, like one and a half seasons or something like that, right? It, well, it ran for four seasons, but each each season was super brief. Like, each season only had like six or eight episodes, you know? And I think the third season was super short. It was like three episodes, but like you said earlier, they would just keep cycling through all the shows every saturday morning and stuff but yeah it was it didn't have a very very long run i can honestly say it's because of saturday morning cartoons that i probably uh got my love for comic books and picking up comic books and it 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 definitely informs um that along with star wars it definitely informs uh the life i i you know what i'm doing right now in terms of my interest and things like that uh, yeah, so I'm on IMDb. There was only 24 total episodes of Spider-Man and his Amazing Friends. Yeah, it's very, very short. Which is insane to think that there was only 24 episodes. Yeah, I, as a kid, I thought there was probably like 100. <laughs> yeah. You'd watch them over again. But th- those were great, great shows. I mean, you would have like Spider-Man, who, who was probably like the face of Marvel at the time. But, you know, as a kid, you didn't know that. But mm-hmm. he was like your main guy. And then you'd have your, your two polar opposites. You'd have Iceman and Firestar and Iceman, which I didn't know till later, you know, they portray Iceman, Bobby Drake with blonde hair. I just right. to tell the difference between him and Peter. Um, and but in, in the comic books he's he's got brown hair, which I thought was you know when I saw in the comic book I'm like, wait, that's not his hair color. And they're like, Oh no, no, <laughs> it really is brown. In the cartoon they made it blonde. I said, Oh, okay. Right. Yeah. Yeah, so we you know, we did a whole episode on uh Spider Man and his amazing friends, one of our I think it was our second ever yeah, episode. Second, so. yeah. Yeah. If, if you're listening, you haven't listened to our archives, please go back and uh, back in the day. For, yeah, forgive some of the sound quality, but um, other than that, <laughs> the content should be pretty good. Um, so yeah, I don't want to spend a lot of time on Spider-Man and the Friends, but and, and we both loved it. That's why we did we dedicated a whole episode uh, of of our podcast to it. Um, but yeah, it was great, and like Firestar was invented for that show. Uh, she didn't exist at all until then. But uh, you know, the way they 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 weaved in and out of 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 the uh, other characters from Marvel Universe. Just a really great show. And, and I would say, I mean, I, I point at Spider-Man's Amazing Friends as my favorite all time. But, you know, there were different iterations of Spider-Man shows 
on Sunday on Saturday mornings. Right. So you could kind of for me encapsulate all of them because I loved Spider Man growing up. Oh, they're I, all I just, awesome. I mean, yeah. like even for me, like Firestar's you know really was Angelica Jones, and that's who my daughter's named after. It's Angelica. So I really, really loved that particular cartoon. It was so influential, and you know it was yeah. neat too because after you know. Uh, watching the cartoons of, of Spider-Man as, as Amazing Friends, they use like real, you know, comic book villains that yeah. I, I wasn't familiar with, uh, like the Juggernaut, Magneto, and stuff. And then when you'd read it in the comic books, like, oh, I, I know who this guy is. So, like, you, you felt like you're you're in on it too, which is pretty right, cool. right, yeah. Okay, so what was uh, one of your favorite ones? Oh man, this is I love the freaking Smurfs. I was freaking obsessed with them. I collected the little Smurf guys and stuff, and they were just so cute, you know, like, it was such a bizarre thing to have. I don't know how many Smurfs there were on the show, maybe like a hundred Smurfs, and there was like one Papa Smurf and one Smurfette, and that's about it. You know? and the re- yeah, the rest was like brainy and hefty. Yeah, and, and each Smurf was more like a like a, like a, a personality, personality trait, yeah. or more like an occupation, whatever, and their only bad guy was Gargamel and his cat Azrael. And it was the same freaking thing. Every single show is Gargamel is trying to catch up the Smurfs. Smurfs trying to do their own thing. And right. Away. It was the same, same story over and over again. But I absolutely adore that show. I, I like the Smurfs too. I watched it um, also. I think it, it hit, hit a shark when Johan and Pee Wee yeah. and, and the little Smurfs, like the Smurf with the red hair. And yeah. Like there was like three or four baby Smurfs like that were There was like Grandpa Smurf. Right, right, right. Um, but yeah, there was something about the Smurfs that just, I don't know. It was, it was very appealing to, to kids. I mean, they're obviously they became huge, uh, maybe even a global phenomenon. Um, and I didn't collect the little ones like you did. I think I had one or two of them. Oh, I think yeah, about yeah. the ones that, I think about the ones I liked. I, I can't even tell you who I liked anymore. <laughs> um, but yeah, they were, they were huge and they spun off, uh, the snorkels, Oh, they that was sp- terrible. They, yeah, they spun off all these other shows about little creatures. Um, I'm trying to think. The Gummy Bears, you could say, is probably a spinoff of the Smurfs. Oh, sure. Um, you know, and, and you're right. They, the Snorkels wasn't I, – I, you know, I could watch an episode of Snorkels. I didn't love it. But I could watch the Snorkels. I couldn't, I couldn't sit through an episode of Gummy Bears. So I was like, what am I looking at? <laughs> but, um, you know, when I watched the Snorkels, I remember as a kid thinking, this is the Smurfs. What are they doing? This is a, yeah. a complete ripoff of the Smurfs. Well, and, and that's what what happened when, when when something hit like the Smurfs, which was so different, nothing like it was on TV at that point. Well, on Saturday morning cartoons, everybody started copying it. You know, yeah, yeah. Just oh, like when um, the Smurfs, you know, like uh, when we were a lot younger in the, the mid seventies, you know, um, I, I don't know who had it first, but you know, let's say the Jackson Five cartoon came out. Well, everybody loved that. Well, then guess who got a cartoon after the Osmond Brothers? And who got one out the Brady Kids? Yeah. yeah, and then the Brady kids got one, so <laughs> it, it was like it was a little crazy, but um, um, yeah. So the Smurfs spun off um quite a few. That's a good one, dude. That's a good one. I I, res- I respect that. Respect All right. Oh, thank Smurfs. you, <laughs> dude. I ain't gonna play you like you know. I know we're in our mid forties and we're men, but <laughs> I, I'm not gonna sit here and, and make, make you feel bad. I watched the Smurfs too. I ain't gonna lie. Hey, I'm not gonna when, when they had that live action Smurf movie that came out recently. I was like, oh wow, they're making a Smurf movie. How cool is that? You know? Did you go? Yeah, it went. Did you enjoy? Uh, did I enjoy? Yeah, it was there. <laughs> Definitely not the same vibe of when I was a kid, but it, it was there. But you know, I, I I collected the toys and and uh, I remember shoot, you know, what 
we were like second grade when the show came out maybe and and even then you know there was dr smurf I'm like oh doctor yes yes i'm gonna be a doctor you know and uh <laughs> yeah and and the smurf to get my buddy albert he collected as well but the funny thing was the smurf to get was called pointer smurf because he looked like a normal smurf there was no like accessory he was just pointing Right. And and that was the Smurf that you always had to try and find because he was tough to find because he was just a very plain generic Smurf. He didn't have like his flying wings. He didn't have his vanity mirror and stuff like that. So that that was that was a chaser at the time was the chaser Smurf. And the only reason why I got it was, you know, like they had Smurfs and like they had like a little pedestal, like a looks like a little trophy, but had like a saying on it, whatever. Right. The one that I wanted, I mean, there was Pointer Smurf. Like, oh, that's it. I got it. So I bought that stupid thing, went home, took a knife, lopped off the base, and I got my pointer smurf. <laughs> <laughs> so you cheated. I cheated. Yes. Well. Wow. It is he's what going it for. Is. He's <laughs> going for thirty. Uh, thirty bucks on uh, eBay. Oh, you're kidding! Wow. Yeah, see, I would think. Oh my gosh, Indian Chief Smurf. I had him. I'm oh, did you? Him. Yeah, I remember that one. Yeah. Why? You would think the generic Smurf would be plentiful. Like nobody would pick him up. You think he'd be all over the place. Yeah. So you think it was they just didn't make a lot of him, or? Well, the popular ones were like because they had like the happy Smurf, they had the handy Smurfs. So those mm-hmm. were the ones that kind of reflected on the show. Pointer Smurf was the generic Smurf. He did, he was a, he was like the everyday. He was like the, the Smurf in the background Smurf. Um, right. But he was cool because he was just a plain Smurf, and he, and it was hard to find. Well, I don't know if it was hard to yeah, find. Yeah, that's I just, what I'm I saying. Just I, like I wanted. I didn't know why I wanted it though. Yeah, I wonder why he was hard to find. Or maybe because he was a generic Smurf, everybody was buying him. I don't know. So he was, yeah. So, uh, yeah, and speaking of Smurfs, like, uh, a few years ago, like, when Farmville and all that became huge. Oh, yeah. I was I was playing a game called Smurf Village. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that was pretty fun. I just kind of lost interest in it. Yeah, he's going for $27.75 is the cheapest I see him on eBay right now. Holy crap. And he's pretty faded, too. This nice blue one is going for $38. Wow, crazy. Yeah. Okay. You don't have him anymore? Uh, I pointer Smurf probably no, but I do have a handful of my older Smurfs. Um, kind of shaped in. Uh, I would say pro- probably still good. I mean, they're not like ziplocked or anything, but they're in a, they're they're in the secret stash someplace. You know what I'm saying? On eBay, bro. <laughs> All right. Yeah. So the Smurfs. Yeah. All right. My next one is another superhero show. Mm-hmm. Um, and it spanned many years and had it changed. I felt I feel like it changed its name every year. Oh, um, it's the Super Friends, but specifically the year there was Challenge of the Super Friends. Oh yeah, um, because that whole season was they fought the Legion of Doom, right? Um, and then they morphed a couple of years later. They morphed into the Superpower Show, mm-hmm. um, which coincided. And this is I was reading comics at the time. More uh, the Superpower Show was really just a sell. The toys, the superpower toys, which right. were pretty awesome for the day. Yes. Um, and there was a comic book also. There was a superpowers limited series. I love um, those toys. But, I love Yeah, them. they were awesome toys. Yeah. Um, because there were really, except for the Migos, there really wasn't like any DC action figures. And Migos at this point were kind of fading away. Right. Um, you know, we've talked about G.I. Joe and Transformers toys and even Star Wars toys. But there was always room in my collection for a superpower toy, and yeah. later on, the Secret War toy from Marvel. Right. Um, yeah, oh, those Secret like, War toys are cool too. Yeah, you couldn't go wrong. Like if you couldn't find me a GI Joe toy or something for Christmas, pick me up a superpower, I'd be fine. You're good to go. Um, but anyway, but the challenge of the Super Friends season was so awesome because they fought the Legion of Doom. It was there. I don't know if the Legion of Doom existed in comic books at the time or ever. 
if it was just made for the cartoon, but it was the major villain to every hero. So Their Superman, counterparts, yeah, right. So Superman had Lex Luthor, Batman had the Joker, um, Wonder Woman had Cheetah, um, Aquaman had Black Manta. Everybody, you know, who else was on the team? Solomon Grundy was on the team. Um, help me out here. Who's who? Uh, Aquaman had the Black Manta. Uh, who is uh, who Toy is Master, he? right? Toy or Toy Maker or Toy Man? Who's Toy he Man, against who? Um, he might have been a Flash. Flash. <laughs> oh no, Captain Cold was on the team too, right? Why wow, I don't remember. All right, let me look it up real quick. Well, you you'd figure the Flash's nemesis would be Mister Slow Guy. <laughs> You know, he does things so slow that it just annoys the Flash. He slows down time. Yeah. So the Flash can't run quick. Right. So for, for from their point of view, they're just normal. Okay. So <laughs> let me see here. There was uh, and I love, dude, they had the best headquarters. Dude, that came up out of the swamp. Oh, yeah. That, was sick. that skull looking thing. Yeah. I mean, me like showed... Darth Vader's helmet. Yeah. And it was, uh, it was the basis for the gulag in the Kingdom Come Trade paperback. That was sick. That was Yeah, that really was. Yeah. Um, so you got Lex Luthor, Bizarro, right? Was Bizarro in it? Yeah, I'm confusing myself. It did because like there's so many iterations of that Super Friends show. Right, but they only did the challenge one year, and that was the year of Legion, Legion of Doom. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah. So it's Lex Luthor. It's great. They're having like a meeting. They're doing Rod, Robert's rules. He's got a gavel out. <laughs> He's taking attendance. Lex Luthor's taking attendance. Oh, that's cool. All right, so you got Lex Luthor, Captain Cold, um, Sinestro. How did I forget Sinestro? Uh, Bizarro, Superman, and Solomon Grundy. Um, Brainiac and Cheetah. Wow. Uh, Black Manta, Gorilla Grodd. So it was more than just one per superhero. It was um, Toy Man the Riddler. Wow. I don't remember the Scare toy. Man. Well, Batman got a bunch. Scarecrow and Giganta, is that her name? I think so. The, the, the girl that got big and Luther. Yeah. Yeah. So that's that's pretty that's awesome. Wow. So even even today you can feel the impact of the Legion of Doom because of uh um, as we discussed recently, Mark uh, not Mark. Is it Mark Snyder? I don't know, I forgot his name, but the the guy that's currently writing the new Justice League series, which is coming out in a couple of weeks, um, his first story arc is gonna have his version of the Legion of Doom. Right, that's awesome. But those 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 were the best. They were less campy because I think the Super Friends, like with Wendy and Marvin, that was kind of campy. And and even the Wonder Twins, yeah, they were kind of campy. Yeah. Um, so I, I I found the challenges of Super Friends episodes just really a little bit more less campy, a little bit more dramatic. They were great episodes. Um, remember the one where the one that sticks out is the one where it looks like they killed all of the. The Super Friends. Oh yeah, no, I don't remember that. Yeah, I can't remember exactly how it goes. Man, I gotta see if this is on DVD or on YouTube or anything like that. <laughs> I gotta watch these again. Um, but there was an episode where it looked like they killed, like the like the Justice League faked their own deaths and to convince the Legion of Doom that they killed them. And I forgot the, why they did that, but it was really good. Oh, cool. So look that one up. Yeah. So even back then, dude, I was I was way up into the into the uh, into the superheroes. Yeah. Oh, for sure. Without Saturday morning cartoons, there's probably no nerd in me, you know? Oh, absolutely not. Yeah. Absolutely not. All mm -hmm. right. Next one. Let's see. One of my other favorite uh, Saturday morning cartoons, and I mentioned in a previous comp, uh, podcast where we did, like, uh, favorite weapons of the 80s, is mm -hmm. uh, Dungeons & Dragons. 
and which it follows a group of kids that they go through like a roller coaster i think at like a theme park and they get sucked into the realm of dungeons and dragons and each of the kids had like you know like like in the real game dungeons and dragons there was like a ranger there's a cavalier the acrobat magician thief barbarian and a freaking unicorn but uh, there's something so uh, awesome about this show because I was kind of into playing Dungeons and Dragons at the time, but I'm not too sure. Thinking back, which came first, was it the cartoon or the game? For me playing it, uh, I'm leaning towards maybe the cartoon came first because I remember when I was playing Dungeons and Dragons, I wanted to make, you know, I wanted to make Hank, I wanted to make the Ranger and stuff. But, uh, that was such a cool show because it, it was a it really neat dynamics. You have. Um, Hank, he was a ranger. He had this thing called the energy bow where it was basically unlimited arrows, but, it, you know, it was shooting energy. And, and he was actually voiced by Willie Ames. Do you remember that guy from um, Charles in Charge? Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah. What was his name of the show? Was it Buddy or something like that? I don't remember. Um, Charles in Charge. Yeah, he was Buddy. He was Buddy. Yeah, yeah. It was also, yeah. And uh, let's see, Eric the Cavalier, who was, who was voiced by uh, Don Most, who was uh, Ralph Mouth on Happy Days. And then you had an acrobat, and like I said, the magician, Presto and Sheila. It was neat because he had all these particular powers and whatnot. And the, and the, the nemesis was this guy named Venger who was trying to kill him and everything. And uh, each episode was something like that. It was a different kind of adventure. What's really cool about this cartoon, though, was, you know, years, years later, you know, obviously the, the show is over and stuff. But um, they got a couple of the original voice actors to come by to do the very last show. Did you hear about this? Uh, no, I didn't. Yeah, and so what they did was they got some of the voice actors, and they actually played out the end of the show, which they never did in the cartoons. And so, if you go on YouTube, you, you can actually hear this audio thing. I think it's about twenty minutes long, and they actually told the ending of the show because you always wonder, did they ever make it home? And right. the cartoons, they never got into that. But in this particular um, YouTube audio thing, they actually gave the conclusion, and they used they had the original voices of Diana, who's the acrobat, was in it, and. Um, no, she wasn't the acrobat. She was a thief. Uh, oh, shoot. Yeah, Diana the acrobat. Sheila was a thief. I'm sorry. And so they got some of the real voice actors to come back to, and tell the, the end of the story, which I'm not going to share with you because if you like the show and you didn't know there was an actual ending, find it. It's a really it's really cool in how they did it. It starts off just like the cartoon, and they play all the pieces uh, of all the characters in it, but I, I love that show. Uni, Uni oh, wow. I hated, though. Uni was like freaking... What was the name of that stupid wizard from He-Man? Or, or, uh, orco. Or, he orco. was the Orco. I, I can't stand those little yeah, or oddball the snarf, characters. Right? Oh, there's Snarf. I can't stand those guys. The Snarf or the guys. Orco, yeah. Why did they do yeah, I don't that? Know what the, I, don't, I, I guess they're comic relief or something? I don't know. They're not even comical. They're just annoying, you know? Yeah, I don't, I don't know why they include those things. Or Herbert the Robot from Fantastic Four. Orco. Yeah, you're right. They all had them. Orco. Snarf. Snarf. Snarf is probably Ugh. the worst, I would have to say. I hated Snarf. I, I, hated, Snarf I hated Orca, was. too. I yeah. hated Orca. <laughs> mm. Even, well, Miss Lion was pretty cool, though. Miss Lion is the exception, yes. She yes. saved the day every once in a while. She, she sure did, yeah. <laughs> She's the eighth little superhero. Oh. Um, <laughs> yeah, man, uh, you know, uh, Dungeons & Dragons, I didn't watch it as as fanatically as you did. I wasn't mm -hmm. as huge a fan, but I did enjoy it. It was that... Um, I always I, I liked uh, Don Most's character because he had the shield. Oh, the Cavalier. Yeah, yeah I, I, it always bothered me that they never kind of worked out a way that everyone like 
I don't know. I just wanted him to have a sword. I'm like, if he has a shield, why wouldn't he have a sword? That yeah, I, that's a good point. I That annoyed me, too. It's like, you give him a shield, and he's got the armor. You know, he's got, like, some metal plating, whatever, but he doesn't carry it. Maybe because it was a Saturday morning cartoon, they couldn't give him a sword. You know, what Maybe, would he do yeah. that you couldn't see him stabbing, like, the little frog people, whatever, you know? Yeah, no, that makes sense. Yeah. That makes sense. And I, mean, I hated the little kid, too. I hated Yeah, him. I know. You, you give the, the kid a freaking club, and he's just, like, smashing everything. <laughs> Yeah, yeah it's like it was a, annoying. It's like if Bam Bam got sent to a different realm. <laughs> Bam Bam, that's right. Yeah. yeah. So, and this was actually yeah, it, a, a Marvel production also. It was a good show. It had, it, it had not mature, but it wasn't as campy. It wasn't campy at all, actually. And the stories were good. Um, oh, it was a downer and, and there were show, stakes. man. <laughs> yeah, and there were stakes in it. Um, yeah. Because didn't they do a story where Avenger was a... Um, wasn't he, uh, like, the student of the main wizard dude, the little guy that's supposed to be Yoda? Oh, Dungeon Master, yeah. Yeah. Was, didn't, like, was Avenger, didn't he start off good or something like that? I think, I remember if I recall, they alluded to that, and, uh, but yeah, I don't remember. Well, the- How many seasons was it on? What, 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 what was that? How many seasons was it on? Uh, it was on for two years, 83 to 85. Oh, okay. 83 seasons. Yeah, that's interesting. Oh, it's good stuff, but I implore you, if you like this cartoon, check out YouTube. Look, I think it's called Requiem, actually, and uh, listen to it. It's it's a really nice ending to the show. It was It's actually cool to have closure for a cartoon that was um, canceled. You don't usually see that a lot in cartoons. You, when it's canceled, it's done, you know? And for these guys, their whole the whole gist of the show was, can they make it home? And they'd always come close also, you know? Oh, I remember one episode, they actually did make it home. They had to come back again because they had a, like, they had a, I think someone was left behind and they don't want to leave someone behind, so they went back. It was Probably was Ralph Mouth. They treated him like garbage. I know. <laughs> eh. <laughs> I guess you need one of those in a group, too. Okay, yeah. So that's Dungeons All and right. Dragons. Very cool. Dungeons and Dragons. All right, my next one is Muppet Babies. Oh. Blah blah blah. I freaking love the Muppet Babies. <laughs> I, I don't know why. I, I can't tell you why. I'm 30, 40 years later. I can't tell you why. I don't know. But I love the Muppet Show. It's coming seven thirty on, um, I believe, Channel Two. Yeah. Every day, the Muppet Show. That's right. The Muppet Show is awesome. It was and great. They just... have like, like, like live guests. Like Mark Hamill was a guest on the show. Yeah, Mark Hamill. Um, was it? I think it wasn't Sylvester Sloan. I think they advertised it as Rocky Balboa. Like, I know there was one or two shows where they had the guests come on as, as the character. their character. Yeah. Um, I, I think, I don't know why, but yeah, the Muppet Show was great. And that morphed into Muppet Babies, which I, I think might have started this whole, let's take these characters and make them young mm, yeah. thing. That, that kind of went running after that. Right. Um, but I love Muppet Babies. Muppet Babies because they had a nanny. And you only ever saw her feet, like her right. legs, uh-huh. and she would talk to them. And, that, and you always saw a thing at their point of view. It was nothing ever high. And they always had these capers, and it was Gonzo and Miss Piggy and Kermit and Fozzie and Skeeter and Scooter. Um, <laughs> so I think Animal was there, too. Yeah, they were cute. They, and they had these adventures, like their imaginations. Like they would be in Star Wars, you know, and they would be um, Indiana Jones. You know, I mean, if you just watch the intro to it. It, it's pretty cool, um, but I loved. I don't know why. I just loved watching the Muppet Babies, <laughs> and I really was like the requirements. Like I don't even at that age, I was like I don't know if I'm supposed to like this. <laughs> what do you mean? Um, 
like because like it's for babies, you know, isn't it? Oh, oh, I see, I see, I got gotcha. you. Yeah, you know, but I just yeah, I couldn't get enough of it, and I think at one point it was even on um, in syndication uh, after school or maybe before school during the weekdays. Mm-hmm. Because I know I remember watching it more than once a week. <laughs> now, did you have a favorite character? Oh, I love Kermit. I love Kermit. Kermit's the man. He's the man. I love Kermit. I'm so sick of Miss Feige. <laughs> oh, she's so annoying. Better. Yeah, he can. Yeah. Well, Rolf. Rolf. Remember Rolf? <laughs> I do. <laughs> plays the piano. Yeah, I just, I just really, and and, the, and just this, the concept that all, the, well, first of all, concept that they're all babies together in this. I guess a daycare center. Yeah. <laughs> and then they grow up and have a show together. It's just, I don't know. It's I cute. Really, I, I couldn't tell you why. I can't tell you why I loved them up. It was cute. The stories are great. Um, because they did, like I said, they would have an Indiana Jones episode. They would have a Star Wars episode. Right. Um, they would have all these different kind of episodes. And it was just, it was just a lot of fun to watch. Yeah. Um, I think it started out for me as like a placeholder. Mm-hmm. Uh, but then I just really started to enjoy it. That's awesome. Yeah. That's awesome. Oh, that's a yep. cute one. Man, I haven't thought about that one in such a long time. <laughs> when your world looks kind of weird and you wish you were That's my Kermit, sorry. Right. Frog left. <laughs> Bear left, right frog. <laughs> Wait, no, what does he say? Bear bear right. Frog no. left. Isn't that what it no, is? It, in the Muppet movie, they're driving you. Fozzie's driving and Kermit's giving direction and he goes uh, he goes bear, bear left he goes right frog <laughs> 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 it's just such a stupid moment but hilarious <laughs> and, and you know Kermit does the double look at him like the yeah, double right. thing <laughs> that, that serious that, that look on Kermit's face of like what <laughs> <laughs> oh that's good right okay. and left right frog yeah <laughs> Let's see. I remember. Let me let me take a detour real quick. I could have sworn because I used to do that all the time in college. And our mutual friend Fred, he he didn't remember it. He goes, "You're crazy. That never happened." He goes, "You must have got that from a cartoon." So I said, "No, it's in the Muppet movie." And he goes, "Well, my sister's got it on tape." So we went back to his house and we're watching the Muppet movie. And we fast forward to the driving scene, and at the part I thought it was at, it wasn't there. And we're watching. He goes, I told you. I'm like, no, it's got to be there. But there was like a minute there where I really thought I was crazy. Where I'm like, what? Did I imagine this scene? <laughs> and it came like it came maybe like 10 minutes after I thought it was. So I'm like, no, it's got to be here. And we watched it. God. And then when it came on, I was like, yeah. I don't know if you remember Freddy's house. I'm jumping up in his living room. I'm like, I told you. I told you it was there. <laughs> oh, that's hilarious. That's cool. All right, Muppet Babies. How about yeah. you? Uh, let's see. My next one is a cartoon called The Herculoids. This oh, was, I remember The Herculoids. Remember them? This was a Hanna-Barbera a production. Hanna-Barbera, they had, oh boy, they had like a whole bunch of cartoons. Um, I don't even remember if those if they were running at, at a particular time period, but I mean like they had The Herculoids. There was like, uh, oh man, there's a whole bunch of crap that they did. But anyway, The Herculoids really stand, stands out to me. It was it, kind of like in the same vein as maybe like Thunder the Barbarian, that kind of like space uh, whatever but it was a it was kind of like a family and it was weird because they were kind of like i don't know like primitive times i guess but they're in the future at the same time if that makes any sense yeah no it was really weird there were shows like that where they were on a different planet or in space and they might have laser weapons and stuff but they were like cavemen yeah, yeah, they had yeah. they had regular like caveman kind of clothes and stuff, nothing sophisticated. But um, it was th- there was a husband and wife, Z- uh, Zandor, Tara, 
Xandor is the the leader of the group of the Hercules. Tar was his wife, and they had a son named Dorno. And it was what I thought was funny was that the son would call Xandor Xandor, like he never said dad. He, he called him by the first name, and uh, <laughs> and Xandor's weapon was a slingshot, I think. And I don't remember what Tar's an weapon. energy slingshot. <laughs> I think it was. It was like an energy slingshot. But that that was the, the thing with this uh, group is that energy was a big thing because. They had this flying dragon. His name was Zok, and he would shoot like laser beams out of his eyes and his tail. He was cool. And then this this big like gorilla guy named Igu, I think his name was like this big, I don't know, like King Kong, but he was kind of glowing at the same time. And, um, so he was like their muscle of the group. And then there's this guy called Tundro, who was like a mix of a rhinoceros and like a triceratops. And out of his horn, he would shoot these energy rocks or something that would explode yeah and he had armor yeah and he had like (laughs) like eight legs or something like that i don't know it was was something bizarre and then he had these two things like gloop and gleep which were just blobs weren't they schmooze (laughs) they they kind of remind me of schmooze but they were like glowy whatever one was taller than the other um so it was like that group of people and they, they had they went on their adventures but it was such a weird group like just bizarre but I remember when it would come on because it, it was like, um, like I said, Hanna-Barbera. It almost seems like you, you weren't too sure what show they were going to put in for Hanna-Barbera. And right. so when the Hercules came on, I was like, oh, man, score. It's, it's the Hercules this time. And you get to sit and watch your shows. But well, now, well, uh-huh. Go ahead. I'm sorry. No, no, no. No, go ahead. Well, the thing about these is like the Hercules was a, a, a late 60s show. But the fact that you and I watched them is like they would rerun these shows for years. Yeah. <laughs> so it's it's almost kind of hard. You know, when we talked about making our list, we were like, all right, we'll pick your favorite 80 shows. Well, we're like, all right, is this an 80 show? I don't know. Well, when did they come out? You <laughs> yeah. know? Like these things are on for years um, in reruns. That whole Hanna-Barbera thing that, you know, you talk about Herculoids, the um, That's uh, like late 60s. Uh, the Wacky Racers, yeah. the, you know, all those Hanna-Barbera shows. Like we talk about the Captain Caveman, the Shmoo. Um, Hong Kong Fooey. These are all <laughs> things that I think premiered in like the late sixties. Yeah, but they were still on TV in the late seventies and early eighties when we were growing up. Oh, yeah. We didn't know any better. Um, Birdman. Birdman. Um, Birdman. <laughs> yeah. So wasn't there a guy uh, named like Tor? Like he had like a he had like a club and a and a cape and mask and I thought it was Tor. I could be wrong. Anyway, and, and he kind of changed. His, his look like 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 Thor did, you know, he had like a secret identity also. Thor. And that was pretty cool. Yeah, it's just um Yeah, it's so it's so weird that we were watching shows that well, I mean, your brother's only maybe four years older than you, but I have I have brothers that are like ten ten to twelve years older than me. Right. So it's weird it's weird now looking back now that I was watching cartoons that they were watching when they were kids. <laughs> So, oh, it's called the Mighty Tour. That's what it was. The Mighty. My, oh, that doesn't sound like a ripoff at all. <laughs> <laughs> Does he have a hammer? <laughs> Pretty much. It was a club, and he, yeah, the Mighty Tour. That guy was cool. But you know, between him, Mighty Tour, Space Ghost, that's got a loincloth on. Yeah, so I look at Mighty it. Mighty <laughs> Tour, Space Ghost, and Blue Falcon. To me, they're all kind of like the same guy. You know. Wait, uh, is it Mighty Tour or Mighty Tour? I think his name was. Mitor, the mighty Mitor, the mighty Mitor. Yeah, that's, that's what it is. too much. Yeah, the mighty. Thor. <laughs> but he's wearing. He's got a. He's got like a helmet with horns on. Well, not a helmet, like a mask with horns on it. It's got a, the cape comes from the helmet. 
Okay, he's got the cape. Yeah, it's almost like a bison. Like, like he almost put on bison's head and skin on or something. <laughs> yeah. And he's wearing a loincloth and he's got a big old club. Yeah, it's awesome. So between That's... him, him, Space Ghost, and and the Blue Falcon, and Dino Mutt, I always Blue Falcon Dino Mutt. Yeah. Those three guys always just seem like the same guy, just in different time periods. Yeah, I'm looking at the Herculoids, and, and that mom is not wearing much of anything. What the heck? <laughs> <laughs> what is going on here? <laughs> of all the things you pick up, that's what you're picking up. Well, you know, it's in this day and age, you got to be careful of those things. Come on, man. Uh, yeah, that was a great show. That was, I like the Herculoids. I just love the. You're right. The, the dragon would shoot beams from his eyes and his tail for some reason. Yeah. <laughs> I never understood the tail thing. I'm like, I get the eyes. There's like, you know, there's a. There's a p- gateway. There's a pathway for the energy beams. But all of a sudden, the, <laughs> where's it, where's you know, it all of a sudden, the tail shooting stuff. Yeah. Um, but I love the the rocks that the dude would shoot out. Oh sure. Yeah, it was cool. Xandor had a slingshot, and he had a, like a little mini shield that he just slung over his shoulder. What a yeah, stud. Yeah, like the rocks. Like it was a regular slingshot. I, it wasn't energy. Like I was thinking, like Dungeons and Dragons. Yeah, it's just a bow. regular slingshot. Yeah, but the rocks would explode. Yeah, awesome. <laughs> Oh, so cool. All right. All right. Uh, my next one. Uh, I cheated a little, little bit. We did say Saturday morning cartoons. I took a Sunday morning cartoon. Yeah. And this is a cartoon that came out like 6 o'clock in the morning. Mm. Um, and I would wake up. And this is another thing I would get my mom mad because I'd wake up for I'd wake up for like uh, this half hour show and I'd go back to bed and I wouldn't get up for church. Right. Um, so this is... Uh, Robotech. It's not my first foray into Japanese anime. Mm-hmm. Um, I had watched um, Star Blazers, which I loved. Oh, um, Star Blazers. But I didn't follow Star Blazers the way I followed Robotech. Like, I made sure I was up for Star Blazers. I mean, uh, Robotech every Sunday. Um, Robotech and then they, they, was like a, an anime soap opera. Oh, Robotech was awesome. Yeah. And then they moved it to weekdays at like six. So I was getting it five days a week, which was awesome. I would tape it. Um, or maybe it came on when I left for school already. But there was, I remember watching when I got home on tape. Like, I had, we had a VCR at that point. But I loved it. You're right. It was it was a serial, serialized cartoon. Right. It was actually three different Japanese animations, cartoons put together to form one long story. There's three generations. Generation. I mean, I loved this story so much. I've read all the books. I bought all the books. I read them. Um, I tried to get into the toys, but they're, they're, Mattel screwed up the license for them. They were not. <laughs> And they were basically because you know if you collect the transformers there's Jetfire, he was the robotech valkyrie he was supposed to be the robotech ship but they licensed that to hasbro so like robotech couldn't even make a toy of their most famous ship right yeah so it was, it was Jetfire whole... as a transformer right right but he was he was a valkyrie in um that was sick. Valkyrie. yeah he it was really was sick he was oh so but cool. i love robotech it was a soap opera uh rick hunter Lisa Hayes, Lindman May, um, the Zentradi. I just, I just love that show. I mean, one of the first cartoons where there was death, like on a daily basis. You know, <laughs> it's, you know, the premise is an alien spaceship crashes to Earth. Um, the Earth was at war, crashes to Earth. The Earth, uh, you know, they end all their wars so they could study the ship and they build a technology out of it. They call it robot technology, where their ships transform and things. But then this alien race is a tribe. come to get their ship 10 years later. And it's just about the battle. And Earth gets decimated like four different times. It's insane. <laughs> insane. That's a cool Such, one. But that was like my, my real introduction to Japanese anime. Like I watched Battle of the Planets. I watched Robotech. I mean, uh, 
uh, Star Blazers, but this is this is the one where I really kind of got real into it. Yeah, that show was big, very big. Mm. It was huge. <laughs> I mean, till still today, they make comic books about it. Um, they they did a uh, not Rob- uh, there's plans somewhere for a Robotech uh, live action movie. Really? Um, yeah, Japan actually did a Star Blazers live action movie. Wow. Came out in Japan. I don't know how it did though. Right. Ow. Yep. But yeah, Robotech. Cool. Sunday mornings. Yeah. Uh, my show, uh, very similar to yours. I, I'm not too sure if this was technically Saturday morning, but you, you mentioned earlier it maybe could have been Sunday. But I, I do remember it was damn early. I remember this must have been like a 6, 6 a.m. show as well. And I remember watching this at my friend's house. This is called Battle of the Planets. Right. Yep. And in I think Japan it was called Gotcha Man, but Battle of Plants was cool. It was it was a bunch of characters. Um, they kind of dressed like warriors, birds. but were like birds, I guess. But Mark is the leader of the group, and he flew this like a, like an airplane. And then Jason, and he dr- drove like a car. Then the princess, who was princess, she what did she have a motorcycle, I think. Right. And then yeah. and then Kiop, which was he, it was cool. He's a little kid, but to me he was like an alien kid because he didn't look like normal. And yeah, then, I didn't speak lightly. Yeah. Yeah, and then and then Tiny, who is huge, and he drove like his tank, and they have all these five vehicles, and they'd all come together, and like kind of like dock with their plane called the Phoenix and stuff, and yeah. and then they had this, you know, for whatever reason, every episode they had to like go like super fast, and so they had the fiery Phoenix, and the whole ship would turn to like a fiery bird, and then they I think run into things, but it was a neat show. Um, they had this. Uh, one of their main robots, or I guess their connections to Earth, was this robot called Seven's Arc Seven, who kind of looked like R two D two, I guess. Mm-hmm. And he had like a cape and everything. And they're always fighting this guy. Um, it was always like the same bad guy, uh, Zoltar, who is the guy just couldn't win. Like he would fight him every <laughs> single. It was like a variety of bad guys. It was the same bad guy every single time, and he would fail. I guess he's kind of like Cobra Commander. You know, he just would yeah. always fail, and he always he had a he had a report to somebody I, don't, I can't remember who it was but he always had to be like oh yeah I, I screwed up those guys whatever but um they had like weapons and superpowers and they had this weird move where they would kind of like form like a human pyramid and stand on each other's shoulders and they turn into this yeah they spin cycle. around right yeah and then as they're spinning yeah. they were like throwing weapons and and their boomerangs and stuff like that and it was such a cool show and and at the time period you know when you're when you're like robotech for example and battle the planets the, the art was different. You know, that anime style, which was very different than your typical Saturday morning cartoons, had a, a sense of realism to it. Um, but they wore groovy clothes because it was like dressed in like the 70s and stuff, which is pretty funny. Yeah. But uh, that was a great show. And uh, e- even how they interacted with each other between Jason and Mark, you know, who's the real leader between the two. And and, uh, and and whenever I thought of that group, like Mark, Jason, Princess, Kiop, and Tiny, and then later on Voltron came around, I was like, hey, wait, is these, are these the same guys? Because it was kind of like the same yeah, it's format. Almost, it's, right, right, right. You know? It's the same. Yeah, it was the same kind of characters. Yeah. You know, the princess, the little guy, the big fat guy, and the two. <laughs> and you know, the two kind of sort of leaders, yeah. Yeah, they were like leaders, but, you know, were they kind of rivals, but they were friends. Sure. Um I always thought for a long time I thought the name of that show was G Force because they they were called G Force. Well, show. they would say G Force, yeah, and then they have yeah, like a G letter Force. G on their belt or anything. Yeah, right for Gachaman. Gachaman, yeah. 
Yeah, but that was a great show too. I, I mean, when they when they did the, when they got on each other's shoulders and they spun around and did like the fire tornado or whatever, or oh, yeah. when they formed when they formed the fiery phoenix, <laughs> I, it was just so awesome. I right. dare you to look, look up their freaking theme song. It gives That's a me great goosebumps. Yes, oh, it's a great theme song. It's I could awesome. Yeah, it was like a classical, you know, because it had like strings and violins and yeah. trumpets in it. It's a great. That was a great intro. That's a sick intro, man. That's a podcast. Cartoon theme songs. I can do that. There all you day. go. All write day. it down. All right. <laughs> all right. Good. Okay. What do you? And got? I think this is uh, my next one. We're going to touch on, but I think overall it could be its own podcast. Um, my last one is uh, Land of the Lost, which is live action. Oh my gosh! Yeah. And it was a Sydney Marty Croft production. I think that could be its own podcast. Sydney oh, Marty yeah. Croft shows. Oh, for sure. Uh, but I, I love Land of the Lost. Land of the Lost. The the the, the um. The premise was uh, uh, Marshall, Will, and Holly on a routine <laughs> expedition. It was the greatest earthquake ever known. So basically, yeah, it's a father and his two children are river rafting or something like that. And an right. earthquake comes and they get, they get sucked into a waterfall or something. And they wind up at the land of the lost. The land of the lost, lost, lost. <laughs> uh, but it's, it's weird creatures, dinosaurs there. They have to live in a cave. The whole premise of the show is I'm trying to get back home. Um, but you know, there's sleaze stacks, which are like humanoid dinosaurs that chase them all the time. Um, you know, they, they have to run away from real dinosaurs. There's a sleaze stack that actually helps them. Right. Um, I remember this one episode where I, Holly, well, the name, and that's the thing about these theme songs. It tells you the whole premise of the show. So it was, uh, Marshall was the father, Will was the son and Holly was the daughter. And there's one episode that sticks out of my mind because they never got home, obviously, you know, but there's one episode where Holly runs into an adult version of herself. And oh, at the really? end of the ep- Yeah, and at the end of the episode, um, I, 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 the adult pretty much tells Holly, it's like, you guys do get home. Like, I can't help you get home today because this isn't how you get home, but you do get home. And oh, I was wow. like, oh, well, that's, yeah. It's just like this whole time travel thing where she runs into an adult version of herself. Oh, that's interesting. Yeah, it was really good. Sounds but like Jumanji. Yeah, almost. Yeah. yeah. But, it, you know, they had the creatures, the Sydney Morning Crawl creatures, which was scary. I mean, the sleaze sacks are scary. I was about to I mean, tell you that, man. As a kid, you know, I liked the show, but this show scared the crap out of me. Yeah, it was scary. Yeah, I had a hard time watching that show. Yeah. But remember there was a brontosaurus that was like their friend? Oh, yeah. <laughs> That's right. But they always had to run from the T-Rex and the sleaze stacks, and, and there was just always danger everywhere. Wasn't there a friendly sleaze stack, too? Or am I... There was a friendly sleaze stack. I can't remember his name, though. And wasn't there, like, a little uh, monkey yeah, guy? It, huh? Wasn't there, like, a little monkey guy? Oh, yeah, you're right. The heck was his name? I don't know, but he was, like, one of those annoying... I hated him. <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah, um, that, that little monkey guy, that guy freaked me out, too. Yeah, because... And he... Didn't he have, like, brothers that used to beat him up or something? Oh, maybe. <laughs> Two brothers that used to beat him up all the time? That was disturbing. Oh, yeah. It really, it really was. <laughs> uh, Will Marshall, Holly Marshall, Rick Marshall. Uh, Chaka? Chaka? That's it. Yes. Hated that right, guy. So you got, got Chaka, Enoch. Enoch was Enoch. the sleaze sack that helped him. Yeah. Um, sleaze sack leader, sleaze sack, sleaze sack. Ta? Yeah, I think Ta and Zam were uh, Chaka's brothers or whatever. He used to pick on them. Right. Chaka. Yeah. Oh, creeped me out. Yeah, Chaka was a little freaky. Yeah. Um, <laughs> that whole show was freaky. 
Was there like a he, black like mini pyramid that they had to go into once in a while? Yeah, I, was that what it's like? And they always had to avoid the sleeve stacks or something like that. Yeah. Oh, that's a tell you, man. That's a creepy show. It, it was really good. Was. Yeah. Good. Yeah, it was a good show, but yeah, yeah. It was neat that's to see cool. like a, a live action kind of thing Saturday morning. You know, those are pretty. Yeah, they, they made a movie of it a few years ago with what's his face? Will Ferrell. Will Ferrell. I don't think it did that well. Um, and in Jane Silent Bob's Right Back, Will Ferrell's character was a park ranger, was a marshal, and his name was Marshall Will and Holly. <laughs> oh, was it really? Yeah, Marshall Will and Holly. Oh, his last funny. name was Will and Holly, and he was a marshal. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> so that's Kevin Smith's little homage. Yeah. But yeah, Land of the Lost was great. And again, Sid and Marty Croft, we could talk an hour on them, and maybe we will. <laughs> Not that. There you go. And my last one, again, another live action show. This was like a combo show. I do remember it as a singular show. It was called Shazam at one time. And then uh, they combined it. And there was another show show called Isis. And then they just call it the Shazam Isis Power Hour, I think. And it was just a live action show. And, and I really, as a kid, remember the Shazam uh, live action show. It very, it, It's very different from the comic book. Well, not very different, but kind of different. It's not a kid. He's more like a teenager. Um and then he would go in the back of his RV. Maybe that's why I like RV so much. He'd go in the back of his RV and he would talk to his elders. And when he t- talked to the elders, they were like cartoons, you know? Uh, but it was like a, a live action show. And then he would say Shazam. And then he turns to Shazam. And then so Isis. Wild. Isis was like this Egyptian heroine. Uh, yeah. Well, Isis is an Egyptian goddess. Yeah. Yeah. And she had her shows and stuff. And I, mean, I wasn't really too keen on her show and stuff. But it was part of the show, but you would watch it. But yeah, I remember as a kid, I liked Shazam. I liked him a little more than Superman because, like, uh, his his cape was shorter. So if you put like a, a towel on your back, it, it would probably mimic more Shazam than, than Superman's because Superman's right. cape was longer. <laughs> and uh, yeah, I, I used to like that show quite a bit. And uh, it, it, like when I was thinking of these shows, I was trying to do like a mini casting call in my head, like who could play these characters today. And mm-hmm. uh, do you know who? Did you remember that show, uh, The Secret I of Isis? I, yeah, so, the live. Well, I don't remember Isis as much as I remember Shazam. Yeah. Um, um, yeah. Isis like would be Catherine Zeta Jones. Can you see okay. that? And then sure. uh, for Shazam, not Zachary Levi, but I was thinking. Um, Why not? He's awesome. Uh, <laughs> the guy that played Colossus from the X-Men 2 movies, Daniel Kudmire, that guy. Because that dude's okay. huge. Yeah. But I was thinking, like, who could stand next to Henry Cavill and, and Ben Affleck? Like, cause and they're The Rock. Both, and The Rock. You gotta, you need someone huge and imposing, not freaking right. Zachary Levi. Yeah, so that was my mini casting call on that show. Oh, very nice. Yeah. Yeah, I don't remember Isis as much as I remember Shazam. Um, in the same way, I don't remember Dinah Girl or Electric Girl or whatever. Electric oh, Girl, yeah, Di- right. Electric Woman. Yeah, but um, yeah, I remember Shazam was pretty cool. It was, it was cool to have a live action superhero, too. Yeah, kind of like the old Batman TV show. Yeah, the old Batman, old Superman. Yeah. yeah, those are cool. Yeah. So, yeah, look, we were very fortunate in, me, in, in growing up in that time period. Um, I know, I know 90s kids they fall back and and you know they're they're in their kids group in the 90s are in like in their late 20s early 30s now and the nostalgia is moving toward there and 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 like nickelodeon shows um you can see it if you're at the mall you know all these clothing and, and merchandise with nickelodeon shows on them uh but yeah look we had three channels 
very you know Saturday mornings and a couple hours before and after school to watch cartoons. That was it. That's all you got. Uh, that's all we got. That's no, all you, know, you no, got. Yeah, no real VCRs or anything. So you had to make the most of it. That's right. Uh, and we did, man. We did. It was uh, it was fun, man. It's, I, I, you know, I wonder. You know, I, I don't want to be that guy's like, oh, in my day things are better, but I, like, I wonder, if, like, what kids, like, what their experiences are like now. You know, that's just me. Well, today I, I can give you, give an example. Like, um, I think a lot of the young, like, I'm talking like younger, younger kids. You know, because I, I mm-hmm. see like the, the little kids. They're they're like watching a lot of a lot of YouTube videos, of like, video games. Like people actually playing the game itself. Um, and they're really into those kind of things. It's it's really influential for them and stuff. Um, do you think? Do you think these 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 memories would have been created if we had all this stuff on demand? Because you know what I'm doing when we're done. I'm getting a bowl of cereal and I'm going to sit in front of YouTube and try to find <laughs> some of these cartoons. Um, but do you think if we? Because uh, even the joy of waking up at six, you don't have to worry about it. You know, you go, oh, I wake up, I recorded it, or it's on YouTube. You know, yeah, like you know that that whole. It was it was it was what we had for ourselves. And look, we were kids, so we didn't have a lot of responsibility except to go to school. <laughs> but that was it. That was like, this is my day off, and I'm gonna yeah. sit in front of the TV. And, oh sure. And and the thing was, it, your parents left you alone because you know it's rare when you did anything before noon on a Saturday anyway. Yeah. So you know your parents even kind of respected that. They're like, all right, you know, watch your TV. Yeah. There's nothing on for the parents. There's you know. And and that's gone now. There's like Channel Four, Channel Five. They don't have Saturday morning cartoons on anymore. No, not at all. Not at all. Yeah. You, you'll see like live action stuff, but not really cartoons. And it's not a thing, yeah. you know. But uh, yeah, no, it was a cultural phenomenon for like you know the late seventies, eighties. You know, for nineties kids, I guess it'd be like Power Rangers and more of like the Pokemon and and Dragon right. Ball Z and things like that. But well, know, that's the thing. Yeah. As as we were aging into high school and out of high school. That's when uh, the WB and Fox started their cartoon slates. Right. Um, and we, you know, if we ever do a, a show on the early '90s after-school cartoons, I mean, Warner Brothers ruled that. Right. You know, it, you know, they had uh, Batman animated, Animaniacs, Tiny Toons, um, X Men. I think was was X Men was X Men Saturday or weekly? It was. It was, that was a daily. Weekly. Show. Yeah, it was daily. It was a daily show. Yeah. So Fox, you know, Fox Kids was huge. If we ever want to do a show uh, on, on that kind of stuff, but yeah, I, you know, I feel very fortunate to have grown up and have those memories. You know, they're really—I'm not joking, dude. I'm having a bowl of cereal. I mean, it's going to be brand cereal, <laughs> but it's going to be cereal. <laughs> it's skim oh milk. But, uh, you know. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. All right. Well, that was yeah. fun, man. I like that. It was a lot of fun. Yeah. I'm okay. glad we walked down memory lane for yeah, that one. It's always fun doing things like that. Tis, tis. And let me tell you, like these aren't like the best cartoons. I mean, again, there must have been like a list of hundreds of cartoons that hundreds. that you and I both enjoyed, but these are the ones that you know we just wanted to pick up. Well, these are the ones that stuck out in my memory and, yeah. and the ones I could talk about and and uh, really enjoyed. Yes, yeah. sir. Okay, we done. Uh, we're done. All right then. Uh, well. <laughs> plug 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 our sites we're working you get in touch with us oh sure anchor fm so the anchor app you can find us on nerd and me on facebook.com why do i say for facebook.com i think that's I understood know. nerd and me podcast instagram nerd and me twitter nerd and me podcast youtube we have a couple of videos there nerd and me podcast um yeah if you if you're on apple itunes whatever uh rate and review us if you can 
Um, and if you want to email us for whatever reason, nerdmepodcast at gmail.com. I'm pretty active with Instagram. I post polls, sending pictures up, mini conversations with some of the fans. So, uh, yeah, if you like Ooh. Instagram, uh, we can be active there. What? You remember how we did a uh, kind of a tournament of, of best Batman movies or best Batmans? Oh, yeah. Maybe we should do that for Saturday morning cartoons. Best best Saturday morning cartoon? Yeah, like a like a yeah, like tournament. Like we'll, you know, we'll do brackets and stuff. That sounds interesting, but I think I'd rather do like hottest female cartoon character. Hey now. <laughs> <laughs> That's a show in and of itself. <laughs> but yeah, let's talk let's think about that. If we do it then we could do a you know, we could we could follow up on that on another show. That'd be fun. Okay. Yes, sir. All right. Um anything else nope catch us on the, the weekend geek dropping every wednesday or thursday where uh, alan and i discuss the week's worth of geek news preview for this week is han solo or solo the star wars story how did it do in the box office till next time martha peace, peace.